sponsored by Amazon. Good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Ryan Lizza. It's Tuesday, May 2nd. Here's what everyone is talking about in Washington. After markets closed on Monday, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen informed everyone that the X date by which Treasury won't be able to pay its bills anymore might be as early as June 1st. That is weeks and months before some previous estimates of when that would happen. And that is sending a jolt through the White House and among House and Senate leaders who all may end up needing to hammer out a deal a lot faster than anticipated. The Senate Judiciary Committee will take up Supreme Court ethics reform this morning in a hearing. In Playbook, we have an exclusive on the written testimony of two people who didn't want to testify in person, former federal judge J. Michael Ludig and Harvard law professor Lawrence Tribe. You can see their full statements, uh, some really interesting stuff in there, linked in the newsletter and at politico.com. To hear more about what is going on with this Senate Judiciary Committee hearing today, joining me is our senior legal affairs reporter, Josh Gerstein. Hey. Tell us who's going to be speaking today, what the big issues are, and what you'll be watching for. Well, Ryan, I mean, I would say the number one thing is who's not going to be speaking, right? So the chairman, Dick Durbin, put out an invitation to Chief Justice John Roberts, who turned it down. It's a bit of an empty chair spectacle. I don't think that there will be an empty chair for the chief justice, but instead you're going to have sort of uh, good government types, a former federal judge, a couple people from nonprofit ethics centers. I think the Republicans are sending former Attorney General Mike Mukasey to testify and a lot of discussion about the stories that have come out in recent months about ethics issues at the Supreme Court, obviously the highest profile ones in recent days being around Justice Clarence Thomas and his receipt of luxury vacations from a Texas developer and the fact that they were only rarely disclosed on his public financial disclosure forms. But I think we'll hear about efforts by uh, religious conservatives to wine and dine the justices and perhaps even Some discussion about disclosures of information from inside the court, including Politico's report last year about the forthcoming Dobbs abortion decision. So it could be a pretty intense hearing. I think most of it will come from exchanges between the senators rather than the the testimony from the witnesses. Andrew, that's a very good point. Just to follow up on what you were saying, Playbook Today, we have the written statements from former federal judge Michael Ludig and also from Lawrence Tribe, and neither of them wanted to testify in person. What, Josh, is the ultimate legislative goal, if there is one, of this hearing? Well, I think, Ryan, the first goal would be to try to spur the Supreme Court to do something on its own without Congress passing any legislation. There's been a small incremental bit of progress, which was we got a joint ethics statement out of the justices a few days ago, which was not something that the court had managed to come up with before. So they still don't have a formal code, but at least they issued a couple pages of text that all nine justices put their names on. There are legislative proposals. I think Senator Sheldon Whitehouse's proposal, probably the best known one, to require the court to adopt an ethics code and to require a kind of enforceable mechanism for raising ethics complaints and acting on them. Also, 
more reforms around recusal, when justices need to recuse from cases and a mechanism for that. There are other proposals. Senators King and Murkowski came out the other day with a similar proposal to require the court to establish an ethics code. So those are the ones that are out there on the table. But Ryan, you know, there's real questions about whether any of them in the current congressional configuration are really viable. They're mostly being pushed by Democrats. Some Republicans in the past have been open to some reforms. It's just unclear how many Republicans will go along. And the fact that the current controversy is around a justice that is near and dear to the hearts of many conservatives, Justice Clarence Thomas, makes it that much harder, I think, for Congress to pass anything in the Senate or in the Republican-controlled House. So I'm not sure what the realistic prospects are for any of this legislation, but it might be the kind of thing that that nudges the justices a bit further down the road of addressing some of these concerns their own way. Got it. But they, they've been pretty successful about keeping things closed at that court, finally feeling some pressure to open up the sort of last um, major institution in Washington that just doesn't play by any of the rules of the two other major branches of government. Josh, thank you so much, as always, for your reporting and your insights. Hey, Ryan, happy to do it anytime. And for your schedule, the House is out. Over on the Senate side, Interior Secretary Deb Holland will testify before the Energy and Natural Resources Committee at 9.30 a.m. The aforementioned Judiciary Committee hearing on Supreme Court ethics reform will be at 10 a.m. For an expanded schedule of everything happening in D.C. today and much more reporting, check out Playbook this morning at politico.com playbook. I'm Ryan Lizza. Thanks for listening. All employees should have the opportunity and tools to grow their careers, regardless of where they start. That's why Amazon offers a range of free training programs designed to help employees move into higher paying roles within Amazon. Learn more at aboutamazon.com.